Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, a single story long, just a few minutes long in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. We've got some for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we bring you a few of these uh, Appleseed Bites each week in preparation for our full hour-long episode drop. That happens every Thursday, an hour filled with stories for you and your family. This next Thursday's episode is filled with stories about, well, about how much we need each other. You'll hear a story from the wonderful storyteller and mime Motoko recorded live in the Appleseed studio about a conversation that could have been filled with conflict and was instead filled with care and kindness. And you'll hear an old fairy tale written by George MacDonald in the 19th century called The Day Boy and the Night Girl. Stories about how much we need each other. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by one of our producers, Dr. Heather Bigley. Heather, thanks for joining me. Hello. Shall we hear a Simon Brooks tale? Yes, we shall. Or, <laughs> yes, this is called The Unsung... S- no, wait. The Untold Story and the Unsung Song. So part of you is like, did we hear the story? We didn't. Not the one in the title. <laughs> because that story is untold. That story is untold and remains untold. <laughs> but we will st- hear the story about the story. Right. Well, tell me a little bit. Set it up for us. Uh, So it's interesting. The story is about a woman who has a story and song inside her um, and doesn't tell them. Mm. And then there's this real uh, interesting darkness to the story because she doesn't tell them. Because she doesn't tell them. Yeah. So the story advocates for... Storytelling. Telling your story. And singing your song. We're... We're... We're all about that, right? Yeah, we are all yeah, about we're that. We're totally all about that. So the story again is called The Song Unsung, The Story Untold. Simon Brooks bringing it to you here on the Appleseed. This story is an old story from a long time ago. And it comes from a land far, far away in a country that very few of us have visited in a town that hardly any of us know. In this village, there was a husband and wife. They'd known each other since childhood and been married a few years, and they had never said one harsh word to each other. They loved each other with all their being. He would go out and work in the fields, and she was a seamstress, and she would make and mend clothes. And this is how they made their life. One day, the husband went out to work as normal. And the wife was staying at home as normal. And she finished up the robes for for one of the priests. And she had wrapped it up in brown paper and string and put it to one side. There was a good part of the day left, so she decided to make supper for the evening. She threw all the ingredients in the great pot, swung it over the fire added herbs and spices. Mmm, the aroma filled the room. But it was the monsoon season, and the clouds began to cover the sky, and the rain began to fall heavily. She could hear the raindrops battering on the roof. She could feel the wind pressing against the windows and the doors. But the fire roared and kept the house warm, and the smell of the food filled the house. It was a good smell. 
It was a warm, comforting smell. She decided to make herself some tea, and did so. But as it got darker and darker, she lit the lamp. And the lamp watched everything that she did. The flame flickered and spread its illumination around the room. And it watched her move from one side of the kitchen to the other. It watched her pour herself a cup of tea. It watched her carry the cup over to the big comfortable chair that was next to the fireplace. And the flame... As it flickered, watched her gently fall asleep to the soft crackle of the flames in the fireplace. This woman knew a story. And this woman also knew a song. But she had never told the story. And she had never sang the song. And the song and the story were fed up. And so the story decided to take its revenge upon the woman. And it decided to leave the woman. And so the story leapt up from her heart, up through her throat and out of her mouth, turned itself into a pair of boots and landed next to the door. The song, once it saw this, decided that it too would leave. And so it made its way up her throat, out of her mouth, and and turned itself into a coat and landed on a peg next to the door. You see, stories are like boots, and they like to travel. And songs are like coats. They like to wrap themselves around us and protect us from the cold. And the flame saw all of this. And the flame sat there and watched the woman as she slept and looked at the boots and looked at the coat. Well, it wasn't long before the husband came home and he opened the door, soaking wet, and he shook the drops of rain off himself, came into the house and his wife, startled, woke up and turned round. Oh, hello, she said. I must have fallen asleep. Oh, I, hello. And he turned to hang his coat up. And he saw the coat that was already on his peg, and he looked down and saw the boots next to the door. Whose coat? Whose boots are these? I don't know, she said. What do you mean you don't know? You've been here all day, haven't you? Aye, I have. But I don't know whose they are. How can you not know whose coat that is and whose boots those are, if you've been here all day? And for the first time ever, They began to argue and fight, and their words got more and more harsh, and their argument became more and more ugly, until at last the woman said, If you don't believe me, then why don't you leave? And the man turned and looked at her, and he said, I will. And he quietly walked out of the house, grabbing his coat as he went, shut the door behind him, and made his way off to the temple of the monkeys which is the only place he could think of that would give him shelter for the night. The wife wept and wept and wept, and the flame watched. She tried to puzzle out where those boots had come from and where the coat had come from, but she had no idea. And the flame in the house watched and watched. Meanwhile, her husband had gone to the temple, and he made his way into the darkness of the temple, made his way all the way to the back, and he curled up 
on the floor with his back pressed against the cold, cold wall and wondered what had happened. But then, flames started to arrive in the temple. You see, the temple of the monkeys was where all the flames went at night when they were turned out. And flame by flame arrived. And when the last flame came in, the other flames asked, Ooh, where have you been? Ah, where have you been? Where have you been? Ah, the house where I lived. Inside there was an argument. The man stormed off in half. Ooh, how did that happen? What happened? Oh, tell us, tell us what happened. Well, he came home and there was a coat hanging up on a peg next to the door that was not his. And there was a pair of boots next to the door. A pair of boots that were not his that he'd never seen before. And over this they argued, oh, is that why he left? That makes sense. Oh, yes, I would leave too. Ah, no, 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 said the flame. That is not the whole story. Oh, tell us. Yes, tell us. (laughs) Tell us. Oh, yes, you see, the woman, she knew a story, but she never told it. And so the story left her and turned into a pair of boots while she was sleeping. And also while she was sleeping, the song that she knew that had never been sung by her, it too left but it turned itself into a coat and hung it up on the, hung itself up on the peg next to the door. She knew nothing of these things. And the man argued with her, saying that she should know whose coat and whose boots they were, but of course she did not. And because he did not believe her, he left. Oh, that is too bad, that is too bad, <laughs> that is too bad. And when... The man had heard everything that the flames had said. He realised his mistake. He realised his error of misjudging his wife and of not believing her. But by now it was too late to go back to the house. So he spent a long, cold night at the temple, sleeping on hard, cold floors. And when he woke up, he was stiff and aching. But despite this, he ran as fast as he could back through the streets to his home. And he found his wife there, making breakfast for herself. He quietly closed the door and walked up to her and asked her for forgiveness. He told her about the flames and how the spirit of the flames had come to the temple, and how he had heard the story that the story that she once knew had left her and turned itself into a pair of boots. And the song that she had once known had also left her and turned herself into the coat that hung on the peg next to the door. He begged for forgiveness, and she gave it to him. And then he asked if she could sing the song and tell him the story. And she thought, and she thought. And she knew, and she remembered that she had once known a story and that she had once known a song. But, sadly, when the song had left her and turned itself into the coat, it had left her for good. And the story had also left her for good. So, if you know a song, then sing it, for the songs wrap us up like a great coat in winter. And if you know a story, tell it, 
For stories are like boots. They love to travel. The song unsung, the story untold. Told for you by Simon Brooks. I'm listening to it not only with you, but also with one of our producers, Heather Bigley. Heather, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah, that story has uh, a lot of different layers, I think. Mm -hmm. And one of them is that end line. uh, Stories like to be told and like to travel. Yeah. Right. Which is a nice (laughs) which is a nice idea um, and sort of fascinating to me because at the beginning or the middle, when, you know, the story and the song appear and they kind of put themselves by the door and the husband comes home, the husband doesn't think, oh, this must be a story. Hmm. The husband is actually thinking, who is this other man? (laughs) (laughs) Which is why they get in the the argument, right? Sure, sure, yeah. (laughs) Um, And it ends in such a horrible way, right? Like, get out of here. I'm going to go sleep at the monkey temple. Or I... And again, I have to ask, where are they? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's is this fascinating? Like, what is the story that she has? We never hear it. What is the song that she has? Yeah. We never hear it, and she never gets them back. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I'll tell you. I I was reminded one of the very real things going on in my life is sort of the slow slide away from us of my mom who has had dementia for many years. Yeah. And uh, and there are things that we're realizing that that we're that we're not going to have if we haven't already gathered them, yeah. right? Yes. Stories from my mom that if we haven't already gathered them, right. we won't have them. Yeah. And that's a, that's 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 very sobering, right? Right. Uh, uh we feel as though there are treasures slipping away yeah. from us. You know? I, I, you know, I didn't grow up with my father and um, occasionally he will reveal some tidbit hmm. like, yeah. oh, I used to sing in the choir in high school. Yeah. What? <laughs> you did what? You know, and uh, and occasionally these, you know, I have to sit down. I keep telling myself I have to sit down and I just need to record him yeah. talking yeah. because there's so much I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, we have the family stories that, are, for good or ill, get repeated again and again. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, my mother's version of my father looks one way. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, uh, sure. So, um, but, you know, just sitting down and, and gathering and just, and it's all the, it's, for me, it's not even the, the adventure. It's what was your life like? Yeah. You know, yeah. what did you do every day? Yeah. And, you know, I again, I think of my mother and the stories that get told, the stories that we can kind of wring out of our interactions with her as her kids. Right. And those are different than the stories that get told when her cousins and her sisters sit yeah. down together. Definitely. We had a remarkable experience just a few days ago in which we had a couple of her sisters from out of town and one of her cousins from out of town who sat with her and shared stories of summers together oh, on nice. the farm in Minnesota, and those are sto- th- that's a door that she would never have walked through with her kids, just because right. we tell stories about each other, <laughs> yeah. right? And and to sit and observe the stories that kind of came through that lens was just r- revelatory. Yeah, you know, it was just really, really amazing. And again, I guess a a, a point for. Uh, g- 
gathering it all. Right. You know? I mean, the thing about each person is they're an entire world. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we don't often, we only see the, the part of the continent we stand in. That's right? right. When we talk to them. That's right. So. Yeah. Well, what a pleasure to hear that story and to chat about it with Heather Bigley. And, of course, join us on Thursday for an episode of The Appleseed that features stories about, well, about how much we need each other. You'll hear a story from the wonderful storyteller and mime Motoko recorded live in The Appleseed studio. A story about a conversation that could have ended in conflict, but instead ended in kindness and understanding and reaching out. And, of course, you'll hear a fairy tale uh, from George MacDonald, an old fairy tale written in the 19th century called The Day Boy and the Night Girl. Again, stories about how much we need each other. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.